Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Happy, happy Monday. I think. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast, where we're drowning in life's situations just like the rest of you, and we're rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind, red lips, no denim jumpers, all that jazz. Shay and I have had quite a week, so we are just here this Monday to just hang out with you as girlfriends. Um, So we're going to freestyle today. Uh, We used to do that in season one. And you all really liked it, so we are going to do that today and just have a little fun. And then we will pick up our more intentional uh, conversations of working backwards next week. But there will be some some elements of that today, but we're so glad that you're here. Um, Shay? Hi. Monday. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Hi. Happy Monday to you, too. Happy Monday. Oh my goodness. Yes, we are recording on the day of release. That's just how we're rolling. We're going to unpack all of that. But before we do, I'd like to say a few thank yous to some uh, sponsors of the show, starting with American Blossom Linens. When you hear about my week, you're going to be so understanding why I'm thrilled to give uh, Janet and her beautiful company this shout out because I slept so good last night and I needed it so bad. So we invite you to check out their linens, their towels, their blankets at AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Use our exclusive coupon code HomemakerChic20 for a very generous 20% off. Janet and her company have been with us since about day one, and we believe in everything they do. So thank you to American Blossom Linens for sponsoring the show. Also, time is um, running out for you to get a discount on your Modern Homesteading Conference tickets. So visit modernhomesteading.com. Check that out. You can go fangirl over Joel Salatin and all the big names in the homesteading world and see live demonstrations. For those of you that really like something hands-on, I think you're going to enjoy that. And while you're at it, visit Survival Seeds, survivalgardenseeds.com. Mm-hmm. And it's time. I mean, it's... We talked about gardening last week. It is time for many of us to start uh, our seeds indoors. So if that's what you do, we invite you to check out them too. All of these links are on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following us over on Instagram where you can get all the coupon codes and everything in our stories highlights. We've made it really, really easy for you this season. No more scrounging around on whatever platform you listen to the show on trying to find the show notes. We've got you covered. Yeah. And make sure that you do because there are discounts associated with our links. And so you don't want to just go to AmericanBlossomLinens.com. You want to go there and use our code. Don't just shop Survival Garden Seeds. Use our special link that's over on Instagram or in the show notes below because those you get discounts. Save some money. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, wow. I don't even really know where to begin. Mm-hmm. This is... This last week has really just, I don't, I didn't think I needed it, but you know, so many of the things we talk about on the show are just like getting your 
bleep together so that when life gets hard, your head doesn't pop off, (laughs) you know, as a homemaker. And you can still sort of just maintain and yeah. Yep. And this week really just um, showed me like, okay, all the like extra work you've been doing or just the, maybe not extra work, but the work with intention the setting aside procrastination, the working on your habits, the choosing your heart, all this stuff we talk about on the show, it really does matter when <clears throat> when the rubber meets the road or the manure hits the fan. It helps. Oh, it helps That's, so much. That is the kind of week I've had. Yeah, so. because life is going to derail you. There mm-hmm. are going to be moments and you know, I guess that's what ultimately what we'll end up talking about today. See, the thing about Angela and I is like, we can't even pretend. Like, if it's not, we can't pretend. I knew no matter what subject we chose to talk about today, we were just going to end up talking about our weeks. <laughs> I mean, if you're watching on Patreon, look at me. My sweater is inside out. <laughs> I haven't brushed my hair yet. <laughs> just as we hit record, I'm like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Your sweater's not even on properly. That's because I picked it up off the floor and put it right back on this morning. <laughs> but you're right. There are pieces of this that help. Yeah, right. Because sure. the mess is inevitable. You're going to have good weeks. You're going to have bad weeks. You're going to have surprises. Stuff's going to come up. Um, mm-hmm. I've been feeling this a lot lately. So I'm excited to kind of actually pick this apart a little bit with you. But should we just talk about how we yeah. got here? <laughs> How we got here. Mine started last week. So I have elderly grandparents um, a couple states away, and I really do my very best to try to visit them every 90 days. That's sort of my marker. And it is um, a privilege and a beautiful joy, but it's so hard because it turns out to be um, when I can, when I go by myself, I can stay with them. I just sleep on the floor, but this time I took kids. So when I take kids, It's a limited visit, you know, because it's overwhelming and there's a lot of energy. And so we're just we're there for a few hours and then we go back to the hotel and then we're there for a few hours and we go back to the hotel. And it's about an eight or nine hour drive to get there. So you're looking at, you know, 17, 18 hours of driving for this time. What was like a 12 hour visit collectively? Wonderful. But it's that's a lot, Mm -hmm. you know. You, you're like, does everybody have clean underwear? Does everybody have their toothbrush? You know, you're oh, yeah. getting off everything in a row, shooting off all your business emails before you go. You're getting everything lined up. Um, weather was, you know, we live in the Great Lakes area. So in the winter, you're always checking. Like I go all the way around Lake Michigan. So you have lake effect snow that can be really intense. So you're always checking the forecast. We got there. We visited. We went to, um, we said goodbye. We went to our hotel for the evening. I found a hotel the kids could swim at late. You know, I wanted a pool that was open late. Found this hotel online, non-smoking, good reviews. I don't know what those people were smoking because uh, no sooner had we checked in, we got up to our room and we tried to fortitude it out. You know, I was like, okay, we might have to just read family through this. But we're literally getting sick. It smelled like rotten Chinese food and a million wet cigarettes. It was the most rancid smell I think I've ever smelled in public. 
I had to go down to the front desk within minutes and just say it was like our hallway where like where we were. I didn't smell it so much at the front desk. I smelled like a tinge of cigarette smoke at the front desk, but the rest of the hotel was just ick. I said, I can't do this. I need my money back. I have to go find a different hotel. I didn't want to go to my grandma's smelling like that. You know, like it was just gross. So then I drove around with five kids for an hour and a half trying to find a hotel that had a pool and that was affordable. I didn't really have a big budget for this trip. So it was hysterical. I would have a daughter in the truck. Like I would run into the front desk. She would be Googling the reviews on the hotel. Back, forth, back, forth. We did this five times. Finally landed um, at a Hampton Inn. And, you know, we've talked on the show about like how service is so hard to find. And when you find a company or an individual who's a professional that just really knows their stuff and knows how to serve, um, it's incredible. So shout out to Bella. I know you're probably not listening, but God bless you, girlfriend, because this young lady working behind the desk, it's 930 at night now. I've been traveling since eight in the morning. She said, you look a little stressed out. Would you like a bottle of water? Would your kids like a bottle of water? Like she, she got us so hooked up. Free appetizer coupons. The pool was open. Beautiful room. Extra rollaway bed. It was just so. It was such a blessing after such a hard day. And we had a great visit with my grandma. And that is um, part one of my busy week. So I'll let you. <laughs> you wanna? I won't talk for an hour. I'll let you tell a little story. But that was incredible. Um, and this is the emotions of seeing my grandparents. I sob like a baby every time I leave. You know, I'm always planning the next trip as I'm driving down the road. And mm-hmm. I'm extremely close with my grandma, which some of you know. And, you know, you get home and you're just like emotionally spent. And I know you this, fe- you know, this feeling emotionally spent. And at the same time, there's something about coming home that gets you all jazzed. You're like, oh, man, I'm excited to be home. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to do X, yeah. Y, Z. That didn't really happen. Yeah. <laughs> there was the idea of crushing, not really the execution of it. Then I got really sick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <clears throat> Stuff like that is stressful, especially when you're navigating it with kids. <coughs> just is. Yeah. We had a great time. And my the kids are just such troopers. I just told them, I said, you know, I'm so proud of you guys. You're just going with the flow and... They were good in the truck on the yeah. way. So that's a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of driving. That is a lot of driving. <laughs> there was no driving in my week. Um, but it was just, you know, sometimes being an entrepreneur is really difficult. And I'm, I'm super grateful for our work and what we do. I've had really terrible jobs before where I was just like, I'm going to die here. I'm going to (laughs) die. Just turn to human dust. Um, Lot's wife just poof. Yeah, just vaporize right here. (laughs) I'm so bored. I could literally like pick my body hairs out one by one and that would be more fun. That would be entertaining. I hated that feeling at work. You're like, don't look at the clock. Don't look at, don't do it. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't, don't Mm -hmm. look at the clock. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't do this. I, I will die here. Yeah. I, I, I worked at a flower shop for a decade and got to be just incredibly creative. And it's where I mm. developed a love for a lot of things, you know, English roses and 
design and color and texture and all this kind of stuff. And that was all really wonderful. But I left that because there wasn't really a great career monetarily. Thank you, mm. honey. In that and ended up getting a job at his uh, selling commercial insurance at an insurance broker. So I got my insurance license and I did that for a while. And I had a coworker there and she brought me a copy of Mary Jane Farm, Mary Jane's Farm. Do you remember Mary Jane? Oh, yeah. I think it's still around. Oh, yeah. it is still around. I mean, yeah, yeah. She, she, but she really kind of but pioneered. She, oh, she was a pioneer for sure. In a lot oh, of yeah. ways. And so Sandy would bring in Mary Jane's magazine and put them in the break room. And I got two 15-minute breaks every day, like down to the minute. You know how these office mm-hmm. jobs oh, go. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I would go back to the break room and I would read through Sandy's Mary Jane's book or her. she brought crochet books. She was always knitting something. And I just thought, oh. There's something here. Like, I feel like mm. I kind of want to, you know, I was just so inspired by those magazines. But then I would just go back to my desk and have to stare at this computer screen and input data. And I just wanted to die. <laughs> Did you get the memo? Yeah. Because I, I wanted to be home. It was like we yeah. were newly married. I was newly pregnant. I just had all this bubbling up inside of me that, mm. and it just wanted to come out. I wanted to go bake bread and mix up my own paint pigments <laughs> like i don't know wax my table just those homemakery things that i was all, i was just in the trench of learning and mm. and it made the job that much worse um anyway super grateful for what we get to do for a living but i try not to share too much behind the scenes because no one really needs to know how the sausage is made it's not sexy it is super sometimes when I talk about it like this week I I did visit family which is the rest of my story and I was they were asking about YouTube and when you explain what it takes to do YouTube people are like oh I had no idea it's not oh, like yeah it's it is not just turn on a camera and upload a video yeah we we wish mm-hmm. yeah people have yeah mm-hmm. not sexy <laughs> nope Have you been to AmericanBlossomLinens.com lately? When you do, here's what I want you to remember. HomemakerChic20. Because that is the coupon code you need for 20% off the linens you need to run your home. I'm talking about heirloom quality sheets. Woven with American-grown cotton. Softer with each washing. These are our favorite sheets. As fans of vintage linens, these are the best sheets ever. And you'll find the most plush towels, plus blankets, duvets, and even pillows. American Blossom Linens is the company Shay and I partner with in our homes for top quality, invest once linens. Woven to last a lifetime. That's right, invest once and never again with American Blossom Linens. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use our coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 for 20% off your entire purchase. We want to dress our home in accessories with a story, with quality accessories that have meaning, and for sure accessories that are not headed for the landfill. A huge concept on this show is Better Not More, and our sponsor, House of Tokuman, exemplifies this idea. Visit hotrugs.net if you're tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that don't survive your lifestyle. Dress your home in a hand-woven rug from House of Tokuman. 
I'm a designer, okay? I want you to look at your home. Where does it need some style infusion? Nothing is as timeless as a Persian rug. And here's a designer tip. You will give your home an instant professionally designed look when you add a Persian rug. They elevate your space instantly. And they're so versatile. You can move them all over the house and they are made to withstand real life. That means they're able to withstand your pets, your kids, your spills, and your traffic patterns. So get to know House of Tokumen over on Instagram. And then when you're ready, use this exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off this investment into the fabulous style of your home. You're guaranteed a -a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, machine-made copies or replicas. House of Tokuman is at hotrugs.net. That's hotrugs.net and use our coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off your full-sized rug. Get your tickets to the Modern Homesteading Conference today. They are discounted right now at modernhomesteading.com. This is where you can learn in person from speakers like Joel Salatin, Carolyn and Josh Thomas, Anne of All Trades, Melissa K. Norris, and more. You need to see how things are done in person where you can ask questions and get answers immediately from someone with decades of experience. And you need to be surrounded by people who understand this way of life. Live demos include chicken butchering, pig butchering and old-fashioned charcuterie with salt curing, sheep shearing, kombucha making, fruit tree grafting, and of course, the family milk cow. All of this and more is included with your ticket price. Plus, relax and enjoy a performance by farmer, filmmaker, author, and artist, Rory Feek. Visit modernhomesteading.com today for your discounted tickets. That's modernhomesteading.com. I love... I try to keep perspective. Mm -hmm. I love what I do. And we've also been through seasons of our life where, you know, Stuart would work 70 or 80 hours a week. And we were just pinching pennies and it was extremely hard. And I wouldn't ever want to go back to that. So as hard as this is, I mean, it is choose your heart. It's like, everybody's Mm got to work. (laughs) Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody has to do something for money. So. Right. <laughs> Which would you choose? Which hard would you like? And I choose this hard for sure. <laughs> All that being said, uh, we had a side of ours that was not hacked per se, but was it's called credit card um, credit card testing. Okay, so we have a form to collect credit cards on our website, on our art site. Okay. And these hackers, or really just criminals, will steal people's credit card information. Not mine. Don't panic, okay? Your your stuff is fine with me. But they will come across credit card data and they'll collect it all. And they end up with thousands and thousands of numbers, right? And then what they have to do is they have to run those numbers through some sort of credit card processor to see if they're good, to see if they're still active, to see if they Mm -hmm. haven't been canceled, that kind of a thing. So they have to have a credit card processor to run all these numbers. So we have been dealing with about 50,000 of these credit card tests every day, which has created a tsunami of issues for us in running our reports and making sure that our orders get accounted for. And I mean, they're just bastards. I I just, mm-hmm. 
I just so they're not using your customers' information. Mm-hmm. They're like using your platform. They're using my platform to just test yeah. their cards, test their oh data. My gosh, oh my gosh! And you know, it took us a few days to figure out where it was even coming from. We didn't know mm-hmm. if it was from the cooking community site or the art site. And one of the ways that you mitigate this is those stupid little recapture things, like select all the squares with a train, and you're like, duh. <laughs> I hate right. doing this. Yeah, because if there's like a, a hair of a train in the other oh. picture, you're like, do you want me to click that one too? Does that count as a train? I know. But that's yeah. how they keep them from just running. I mean, they have programs that will run thousands and thousands of cards every hour. It's extraordinary. Oh, that's disgusting. So, you know, that kind of stuff. It, it mm-hmm. ends up consuming a lot of your energy. It's like when you're water heater breaks or your car isn't working like all of a sudden you know your energy's full and it's dispersed to all the things it needs to be dispersed to normally Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then you have to devote a lot of hours a lot of money a lot of resources into solving this sort of extra and those are kind of the things that tend to tip me over homemakers over i think in general you know yeah so well it's like i didn't account for this in my day Mm -hmm. In my week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today was laundry and living room day. What is this? <laughs> For yeah. an obstacle in my way. <laughs> Russian mafia day. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Mm-hmm. So then you came home from your grandparents. Then I came home and I was really sick, which is why um, we're just recording right off the cuff today because mm-hmm. I just got a cough like poof now you have like i don't know emphysema <laughs> it's been uh it was and that's just exhausting it makes you really tired yeah sure. it was just not good sure. i couldn't cough i had to uh, i did my youtube video i had this beautiful house plant tour i was really excited to share it with my audience because i've never really <laughs> talked about my house plants with my audience and i love them and they're actually like as a designer they're becoming a really important part of what I'm doing in our house, just bringing a little life into each room. And then I have the conservatory, which I'm just trying to load up because otherwise it's just a worthless space. Um, it's what it's meant for. And I couldn't even, like, I just had to croak my way through a voiceover. I'm like, I'm not going to be on camera. I look like death warmed over. There's no, there's no faking this. So um, that was a disappointment. I felt like I was just kind of phoning it in and I like to do a good job for YouTube and mm-hmm. Um, so I was sick for a day and a half and then, um, I, my son just had a, a slew of vehicle problems. That's That's as much as I will say public. That's as much as I can say publicly. Um, not, not his fault. Like just, you know, I don't believe in luck, but if I was one to say (laughs) It was the worst luck I've ever seen a teenager go through with cars in one week. Unbelievable and just really hard as a parent to watch him go through that and walk through that with him. And so um, he had a vacation planned, which I was really excited for him. So I um, he was flying out of a semi-local airport and then had a connector at O'Hare. So I've been home for a day and a half, sick, trying to get the YouTube video done, da-da-da-da-da. I want to take him to this airport because I want to get some extra time with him because I'm going to miss him so much. Drive to the airport, drop him off, pray over him, kiss him, 
have fun, make good choices, you know? And I'm 15 minutes down the road and Joel calls and said his flight's been canceled. I called Aiden to confirm that. He said they'll give me a taxi, but it's $350. And the idea of my child driving in a taxi three hours into Chicago from Wisconsin sounded terrible. So I said, I will drive you. So we start driving. We drive into the blizzard that caused the flight to be canceled. No more than 16th of a mile visibility. So the roads weren't bad. It was kind of like that dry, crumbly snow, but it wasn't fun, (laughs) let me tell you. The further south we got towards Milwaukee and Chicago, the wetter and sloppier it got. Got him to his flight on time, and I called Joel. I said, I'm so tired of driving. Excuse me, I'm going to hit the cough button. Usually with traveling, you know this, because we talk on the phone while I'm traveling. I just power through. I just want to get home. I, I do a lot of traveling, right? But I just told Joel, I said, I don't feel like being that person today. I'm going to go stay with my aunt and uncle. So last night? No, night Two before last. Ago. Yeah. I just I just stayed uh, in the area. had a great time with them. And um, his flights were delayed. He finally got where he was going in the middle of the night. Bless his heart. And um, I got home late last night. Slept in my own bed, which is why I was so thankful for my sheets. <laughs> and uh, yeah, here we are. It's just been, yeah. I just feel like I've been in a car for a week. Yeah. But it was one of those moments too where like, you know how I feel about my kids. I was gushing on them uh, even on Instagram last week. Just I'm just in this state where I'm so happy to serve them. <laughs> I just, you know, the Lord, I just feel like he's just really blessed me recently with I mean I always am sentimental and lovey on my kids but I just feel like this welling up of it the last few weeks and maybe that was to get me prepared for this week of stress I don't know but it was actually really a a privilege to drive him I loved every minute of it so I was actually really grateful for the time but again didn't really a lot for being gone for another 30 hours into my week Mm -hmm. and yeah, so just phone calls with car insurance, you know, sorting all that out. Got to negotiate, try to get the kid the best deal he can get. I got to call the airlines today and try to get a refund on that part of the flight that got canceled. And it's just all this stuff that you don't allow, you don't create time for. Yeah. You know, you had your week planned. Yeah, that's really the uh, condensed version. Actually, saying it like that, I was like, that doesn't really sound that bad. Trust me, it was bad. <laughs> Trust me, I'm leaving a lot out. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are those times where it just kind of piles on, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. So uh, I try to find when I'm in moments like this, like last week, mm-hmm. you know, again, a lot of the stuff I don't really want to share here because it Right. It's personal and it's business and it's, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but it was a full week and I tried to remind myself to this. I am not one for a refrigerator magnet theology. Okay. <laughs> Let that be known before I say what I'm going to say. I love it. What a great description. It's so true. <laughs> Do not get a tattoo of this. Theology is not meant to be tattooed. Um, 
when when I'm literally walking through a really difficult moment, I try to remind mm. myself to go to the f- throne and not the phone because your right. first response can just be, oh my gosh, I got to call my mom and talk about this or mm. I need to call Angela and vent, which I did plenty last week as well, but not before. I literally mm. um, took it to the Lord and was just like, I don't know. Feels like a dumpster fire. This all feels like a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of moments in life where you do end up carrying um, or having to tend to or put out fires that you didn't even necessarily start. Like some of these things we face because of our own bad habits, our own bad choices, mm-hmm. our own laziness, our own lack of maybe preparedness or organization or thoughtfulness or Right. discretion or any of these things. There are some things that they're not your problem. But people make them but your they problem. they are now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, had, I went in to get milk the other uh, end of last week and my kids said, oh, can we come? Can we come? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my 15-minute drive into town so that right. I can just pray. And so you guys stay here. Finish your homework. I'm going to mm-hmm. go basically just have some time with the Lord because it's hard to carve out quiet time here at home. And so I start driving into town and I'm praying and I get to where I'm going and I get seven phone calls in a row. And and then my email thing starts being like, if it somebody emails me a bunch of times, it'll notify me like this might be important. Okay. Okay. Um, Anyway, my phone's just like going off like crazy. My niece is FaceTiming me trying to get in touch with Juliet. So I'm getting all these like unicorn yeah. oh, text messages. Oh, you have messages. that too? My, we have a cousin's FaceTime thing like all day long. I'm like, it's 8.35 in yeah. the morning. You can, would you like to respond back to her message of all just rainbows? Right. Right. Like, Thank you. Um, rainbows. Anyway, so I'm in the health food store and I'm like carrying five gallons of milk and barely able to hold these gallons right and my phone is Mm -hmm. just blowing up and i normally have it on silent because i can't take it i know joel will go are you dinging who's dinging i'm like i don't ding i know i I normally i just vibrate (laughs) i don't have it just on like the (laughs) anyway i finally i don't answer if i don't know who it is okay Call me a millennial. I don't answer if I don't know who it is because it's always like, hi, this is Sharon from Google, and we'd like to talk about your SEO ranking. Would you like to da 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 And I'm like, no, Sharon, I would not. Don't ever call me again. Well, there was this guy that had tried to buy a piece of stuff from our art site and mm-hmm. had put his credit card information wrong, and then he accidentally got the wrong case. And, oh, then he didn't think it went through on this card, so he used a different one. And then before you know it, his problem is my problem. Like, I need you to fix this. And I, yeah. I'm i in town. Like, I can't do anything. I'm away from my computer. Mm-hmm. But then they become this, like, half-hour, 40-minute debacle that, you know, I didn't do anything. Just mm-hmm. this guy got confused. And that happens, mm-hmm. especially with elder people on computers. <laughs> Sorry, it's true. It does. But it does happen. Right. And it it did. It just felt like it was a week of having to carry other people's mistakes in a lot of ways. And that's challenging, especially when you're like homeschooling your kids and raising your own little 
people who make mistakes and yeah wow oh there was no schooling last week (laughs) we did not lift up a pencil no way i told them they're down there busting their butts now i'm like double up Mm -hmm. chitlins double up they're all excited though because they like a lot of them got done with like certain math books or explored Mm -hmm. the code and um i let them my kids, the minute they get done, they want to throw it away. Can I throw it away? Oh, yeah. Can I burn if it? If I get done with it, can I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. My kids always want to burn it. Yeah. They have fresh books today, so they're jazzed. I bought a package of new pencils. Like, maybe this will help. <laughs> you think I've been homeschooling for a long time now. You think I would know that that's not going to help. But I still try. <laughs> that's funny. Um, All that being said, all like the mess of everything last week behind. I was really grateful. I'm really grateful for this podcast, you guys. I'm really grateful for you, Angela, because in, I truly am a better homemaker now than I've ever been. And I feel like the world is less chaotic and more beautiful, Mm -hmm. at least especially in our little home because of it. And so, all this is burning last week. Just my emails are just burned. Everything's on fire. <laughs> Trust me, she is not sharing the half of it either. Like, it's all yeah. on fire. Right. Um, <clears throat> but my laundry's caught up. Right? Yeah. And my toilets are clean. And it might seem like a really silly, futile thing when the business is burning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it wasn't. And it's not for my family. It's not for the people that live here who I am responsible to above all else. Mm-hmm. Um, we still made time for fellowship with our friends. We, you know, went to church and we took the kids skiing, which was, quote, the best Good time morning. they've ever had in their life. Good morning, Junior. We have it. We have an escapee. Um Anyway, so despite the mess of it all, there were these really wonderful pockets of, okay, all this may be going on, mm-hmm. but we have to, I'm still responsible for them. They, their world doesn't have to be on fire in that way. Right. Um, and so we still had a great week as a family. George is doing science fair right now. So we've got the, you know, the trifold board, which is my jam. Love that kind of stuff. Right? I did one in seventh grade. Okay. What what year was it when I was in seventh grade? You would have been like 12, 13. I was, yeah, it was 89. Okay. Stonewash, right? It's the stonewashed era. Sure. I do this trifold board of the effects. I did like a stonewash science experiment. So I got a dark pair, pair of jeans, cut them up into like six by six squares. And then I did different amounts of bleach and different amounts of UV light. We had like a tanning light on them. Oh my gosh. That is your science experiment. (laughs) That is so funny. I can just see it in my head. All 20 minutes, one cup of bleach. Oh my gosh. Isn't that awesome? That is a great experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia's is on paint. (laughs) She's an artist. And so she took different types of paint. Paint, pigment, watercolor, acrylic. What's the other one? Anyway, she freeze dried them to take all the water out 
and then tried oh. to reconstitute them to see which ones came back truest to form. That's freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, that's cool. So, you know, it's oh, just girl. been, it's been good stuff like that, but it mm-hmm. just, it, um, you know, we talked about sort of the foundation being in place. Okay. Like when I struggled with these things, I have somewhere to go with it. I have not only friends I can talk to and a husband that I can share with, but, mm-hmm. you know, I have <laughs> the God who created the heavens and the earth who cares. Mm-hmm. He cares. And so I can go to him and be like, hey, this situation with work or this or that fire that I'm dealing with, it's a big deal. And, you know, I can share my heart about that situation and, and seek wisdom and seek guidance and all those kinds of things. So there's a lot of peace that comes with that. But that's a huge piece of the foundation of mm-hmm. things not just completely falling apart. Mm-hmm. And then the other is the structure that we put into place all the time as homemakers. We've been talking about this for however many seasons we've been doing this, okay? Right. Um, And the way we have it, maybe we should talk about this, but like the way that we have it set up in our house is that I never have a full day to clean my house. I never have a full day to do laundry. I never have a full day to work. No. That makes it messy, okay? Right. Just does. Yeah, I, I always go like, I always do this when yeah. I try to tell people what my days are like. I like this. They're like that. Yeah. You're weaving yeah. in and you're weaving mm-hmm. out. And so I keep a planner. I mean, I literally have it next to me all the time. And I write things down for the week. And so like today it says record podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, you know, this is Juliet's laundry day. This is the day I work out. This is the mm-hmm. day that of the week that I clean the living room, which means like wiping down the windows and vacuuming and mm-hmm. making sure that it's really clean. So every day of the week has a room and every day of the week has a person whose laundry gets done. Um, and then things are dispersed around, which does feel a little weavy in the day when you're like, okay, mm-hmm. now go to work for a little bit. Now go to homeschool for a little bit. Now Mm -hmm. go to homemaking for a little bit. But at the end, the cumulative effect is really a lot of productivity and stability. Mm Because if Tuesday gets derailed, okay, well, you've done the work on Monday. Right. That, you know, so there's, it's easier to catch up when things are dispersed. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. Um. We have so many listeners, like we use this expression, in the trenches, right? I, f- I feel like the disbursement is really um, a valuable um, mechanism or tool, like even when you're in the trenches. I mean, I, I feel oh, like, yeah. f- and I'm sure I did that if I sat here long enough, I could remember, but there there wasn't. When you have, you know, and, and people's weeks from hell look different. When you're in the trenches, it's that two of them get the flu, one is teething, and one blows out their diaper every 10 minutes, and mm-hmm. you just can't get ahead, mm-hmm. you know? And the refrigerator breaks, mm-hmm. you know? that's. Um, but I think mm-hmm. for, like, our moms that have little ones, that might be something to consider is, like, maybe setting aside these expectations that this day is for this and this day is for that. And on Friday, I'm going to get the house clean top to bottom and there's not going to be a stitch of laundry to do. And, like, that's really – um that's too much. I can't, that's too much for me. I don't know if it's too much for a lot of people. It's it's an unrealistic expectation. Well, then the problem much, is, is like, much if you get derailed – 
You can't make it up. You can't make up if, eight hours of cleaning because if Friday doesn't happen. If your transmission goes while you're at the grocery store that morning getting extra cleaning supplies and you right. thought you were going to clean all day, like you're done. Right. And then if, if Saturday is all the laundry day, well, how are you going to do all the laundry and all the cleaning in one day? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the saying in Italian... It's, it says piano e piano, and it means slowly and slowly. And I love that because every good thing that I've really worked at building in my life, it does come piano e piano. Like just, mm-hmm. it's not a flashbang. It is the, okay, I, I'm not going to do flash 12 loads of laundry. It's, mm-hmm. I guess I'll do two today, you know. I'll wake up and move the laundry. I'll get done with breakfast and move the laundry. I'll finish the first round of school stuff and move the laundry, and then that's it for the day. Mm-hmm. So it's never this just huge catapulted piece of action. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't feel like real life within a family even allows for that, affords you that, because your children need you. You're going to get interrupted. Mm-hmm. The phone's going to ring. Mm-hmm. Your mom's going to stop by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what you yeah. can do is like a lot of lashing of yourself. Like, oh, you loser. Mm-hmm. You can't ever get right. it together. You can't even have a cleaning day. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. When the reality is that's not true at all. It's just it can be the restructuring of things. So I have found over the – I mean, I think when we started this podcast, that was not the case. I don't think I had enough self-reflection or wisdom to to even know – Something like that. I mean, if you go back and listen to old episodes, I was still mm-hmm. very much struggling with laundry. You know, I just couldn't couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Couldn't figure it out. And now that's, you know, much more of a non-issue, which is helpful. Um, um, what do you think that was? I mean, sometimes I look back and I, I do wonder, like, what was your problem? Like, what... And I know it's a different chapter in life, but I, yeah. for me, a lot of it was just a lack of execution. It's just kind of spinning around in circles. And I've always been a very productive person, but there were areas um, in my home where I just couldn't get any. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say couldn't. I think I'd rather say wouldn't get any traction because it's only me that walks by a laundry pile 82 times and doesn't put it in the machine. That's not... And mm-hmm. I just, I've become so much more um, of a doer. Like I, I am, I am, I am that person that doesn't leave a room empty handed. I am that person that's like wiping while I do something. If mm-hmm. something's frying on the stove, I'm putting something away. I don't just stand there. Like I'm, and I think that's, I've made a lot of, I've added a lot of habits to my day. Uh, I've added a lot of tiny habits. Um, I think that's it. It's tiny habits. They're tiny. They're very tiny. I yeah. think I, I do want to talk about habits later on in this season. Um, I was talking with my aunt about them. She listens to um, a podcast that was talking about them, and I told her I was reading Atomic Habits, and she mm-hmm. said, oh, this podcast uh, referenced that. And I think it's just we think habits are like this huge overhaul. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make Friday cleaning day, you know, like this huge overhaul. And that's like most people don't do that. 
Yeah. That usually doesn't habit ha- habit. That usually doesn't <laughs> happen. Um, but while you're filling the tub for your child's bath, if you just turn around, take some Windex and wipe off the faucet, clean out the sink, put the toothbrushes away, you know, that's a micro that's a micro habit. You're already in the room. You were already there, you know, and so that's those are the little kinds of things I've done. Well, this is happening, I do this. Well, this is happening, I do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not having to find any extra time in my day. And that's been really incredible for me is a lot is getting done and I didn't have to find extra time for it. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not, you know, training a baby to sleep. I know I'm in a different phase of life, but I do wish I had um, done things just a little bit different, even mm-hmm. when I was in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You can you can establish good, small habits that change the structure of your home wherever mm-hmm. you are your habits are going to be different mm-hmm. you know <laughs> i mean maybe yeah. it's while you feed the baby you listen to an audiobook instead of browse instagram maybe mm-hmm. that's it maybe that's the only habit that you can change or you just try to make sure that you get up 15 minutes early so that you can get a shower in so that you can kind of start your day feeling maybe a little bit more put together mm-hmm you know, they're, they're, they're small little things, but they affect the way that that translates into your home. Right. For sure. Oh, there's a lot of things I wish I could have done a little bit differently. Like I look back on the laundry thing. I'm like, what was your problem? <laughs> yeah, I really don't know with laundry because now <laughs> my kids tease me. They're like, I know you love doing laundry, but can I have a load to run? I'm like, yeah. oh, you think I love doing laundry? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like, I delight how did in that it now? happen? I delight I, in staying on yeah. top of it and keeping my laundry room clean. And I, mm-hmm. it's really enjoyable to me. Granted, like we replaced our dryer last year because we had gotten one off Craigslist for $30 a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. And I would have to run it like six times. And so I would come in and was like, right. oh, it's still damn. Okay, run it again. Run it again. And so- Mm-hmm. I couldn't progress through laundry like I can now where I can come right. back in an hour and it's done. I can mm-hmm. count on it being done. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the case. Like that is not enjoyable. And I get that. And there are some right. things like that that you have to just chalk it up to like somehow this is building my character. Right. <laughs> like it sucks. Oh my gosh. Like the decades of <laughs> Craigslist appliances. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of my dishwasher broke, so I'm currently washing everything by hand. And I don't know if any of you have run a cooking school out of your kitchen <laughs> when you're washing everything by hand, but it's it's time consuming. It's mm-hmm. so time consuming. Um, but it's not in the budget right now. So I'm just gonna have to suck it up. Wash the dishes. Yeah. I don't have a dishwasher. But we did but we did do this. Here's like here's just a little just a little tick. We've talked about that. Just like a little tick of the rudder. Yep. Little turn. You know? Yep. That book, Atomic Habits, talks about like if an airline, if a plane is taking off from like Los Angeles and the pilot just makes like this fraction of a change, how big the yeah. difference is between landing in New York or like South Carolina <laughs> or something, you know? Uh-huh. And think about that. Think about the mom who chooses to listen to an audiobook instead of scroll Instagram. How many books has she polished off at the end of the year? Like that's a that's the difference between New York and South Carolina. You know, that's a big And then difference. over the course of 5 years, how have those books changed her mind? Exactly. Because of what she's been exposed to through them. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking of, I, before we speaking, I was just gonna say, speaking of, I, I don't have time for bad books. Okay, if I if I try to get fifty, a hundred pages in and it's not doing it, I'm uh-huh. I'm setting it away. I'm not wasting okay. my time. Okay, there was a have book you ever done I, that. I did. I have just you- did it last last week. Okay. Gave one away. I was like, we're done. What was it? It was called the Almond Picker. And it was, okay. it's a book on a, Italian, a Sicilian family and their maid dies. And it, I don't know if at some point it gets really good, but it's pretty terrible. Okay? <laughs> okay. So I just set it aside. My friend Natalie gave me another one called Moonraker's Bride. It was written in 1974. I could not put it down last night. I okay. started, it was just, this is my way of actually resting. Mm-hmm. It's not watching something on Netflix. It's not cleaning. It's like I enjoy those things and I in their appropriate time. But like this was Sabbath rest. So I mm-hmm. drew a bath. I made my family a delicious dinner, cleaned it up, drew a bath, grabbed Moonraker's Bride, and was like, we'll just see. And I think I read 120 pages last night before I finally went to bed. I was just totally entranced in this story. I don't know how it ends. So if something terrible happens, mm. don't tell me. You know, um, you reminded me, I forgot, <laughs> this doesn't matter, but I forgot something in my week. In between the trip to my grandma's and the trip to O'Hare. No, I took a 13-year-old and all her friends to a hotel for a birthday oh, yeah. sleepover. Yeah. And then the next morning I came home, brought my suitcase in the house <laughs> because I didn't want to leave it in the truck. Got in the truck to take Aiden to the airport, got stranded in Chicago without my suitcase. So I was like, you know, I would have had all my skincare and my pajamas and everything, ironically, with me. But I responsibly emptied the truck. That was another. So, yeah, I have not been in my own bed for... For, for yeah. a lot of the week. Just okay. remember that. Um, Speaking okay, of wait, that. I, when I would, wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> Dang it. Micro, micro change was we put a list by the sink so people don't squabble about whose turn it is to do <sighs> the dishes. We're like a McDonald's bathroom. Yeah. You do the dishes, yeah. you write your Employees name down. Employees must. And the date you did the dishes. Yeah. So, no, I did them last. You did it last. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that um, checklist is a great idea because Georgia does a lot of our dishes, but I'm like, uh-huh. y- you've gotten the dishes down. Now- you wipe off the counter. You clean out the sink drain. Like, that's part Ooh, of this job. Drain. I say you put your mom goggles on. Yeah. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Come put on. Put your mom goggles on. Uh-huh. Um, I was going to go gonna somewhere. Say? Okay. Okay. This is I want to tell about the book I'm bit. reading then. Well, don't. Oh. No, wait. <laughs> t- hold on then. <laughs> I told you I finished. Okay. Great expectations. I'm starting that this week. That's my going to be Ooh, my audio one. I'm so one. excited. Okay. 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 Um, and then I started Frankenstein. Yes. Is it good? It's so good. I hated it at first. So if you don't like it at first, I would say to anybody that's curious, write it out. Okay. The first like couple chapters is like letters, and I found it very boring. I'm okay. like, is this book going to go anywhere? Okay. And so I was like, I'm because of my week, I've been reading slash listening. So I... Yeah. I... I listen to some, and then when I can pick up the book, I pick up the book. But I was listening, obviously, yesterday on my way home from Chicago. I realized as I drove through Sheboygan that my jaw was hanging open, <laughs> and I was like this. <laughs> While I was driving, my heart's pounding, and 
Oh my gosh, it's so good. So it's, I'm a really empathetic, like a really feel for other people. And one of my favorite slash least favorite characters is Smeagol because I don't look at him and go, oh, he's so hideous. I look at him and I see like my own wretchedness mm-hmm. and it makes me ache. I ache for him. I ache for me. And like, that's what. Wait, are you talking about Smeagol from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Okay. I was like, is that's, there a Smeagol and Frankenstein? No, no. But that's what Frankenstein is doing for me. Like okay. the monster. Like that's, yeah. Frankenstein isn't the monster. Everybody right, thinks right, right. he's the monster, right. but that's the doctor who created, or the guy who created it. Right. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Yeah. I oh. have like just a couple more chapters. Oh. I don't know what's you. going to happen. I, there's no way this is ending good. <laughs> I just, I don't see how this can end planet good. Last week, C.S. Lewis okay. from the Space okay. Trilogy. And there's this scene where Ransom... So if you're unfamiliar with the story, Ransom is taken in against Are you going to give will. a spoiler? Because I haven't read it. Okay. I'm okay. going to take my headphones off. You go like this. No, 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 no. It's fine. I won't give okay. a spoiler. There's just okay. a point where uh, he has to kind of explain the human race. Mm. And it's really powerful. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they were, and you All know, right. everyone's like, what? Why? Why would they? Yeah. You know, it's, uh, oh, it was so good. I mean, it's a kid's book, mm-hmm. but reading it as an adult, you're like, this isn't a kid's book. Like, if they this understood is, yeah, the half I, of what is actually being said here, right? it's right. so well written. I mean, C.S. Lewis, what a master. So yeah. clever. Really highly recommend it. So okay. it's part of so the trilogy. True. Next one I is have, something I can't I have remember, them all. I yeah. have the big, like I have them all in a big book. Yeah, so yeah. check out Frankenstein if you dare. It's okay, really good, really that's fun intense. stuff. Or Moonraker's Bride. That's a very good one so far. Okay. For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Hey listeners, this is Angela. You've heard me share with you how you can become your very best home decorator by joining my design society at oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. But what about your vacations? What about a getaway with that old world flair right where I live in beautiful Door County, the Martha's Vineyard of the Midwest, right on the shores of Lake Michigan? It's time to reserve my charming English cottage for your next vacation. 
book a nice cozy winter retreat now with off-season rates or schedule your family vacation for this summer and enjoy our pristine beaches, quaint antique towns, and vineyards. The cottage is dressed in English country flair, but it's very family-friendly, sleeps six, and is just moments away from the lake. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash cottage to book your next getaway today. Homemaker Chic listeners, we are so excited to tell you about a great seed company that we recently discovered, Survival Garden Seeds. This is a family business created by two brothers. All their seeds are heirloom, open pollinated varieties and are guaranteed to grow. These are tried and true varieties. They carry hundreds of interesting varieties, but I'm most excited about the three big garden collections, which have either 30, 50, or 100 varieties included. It's a huge selection of herbs, all different kinds of vegetables, and even a few flowers for beauty and pollinators. They come in sturdy packaging that is perfect for storing seeds long-term. All their packets have seed-saving instructions included, which allow you to save seed for the following year and have a perpetual harvest. The best part is that these collections are priced at just under a dollar a packet, which is amazing. So use the link below this episode to shop Survival Garden Seeds or go to survivalgardenseeds.com. Homemaker Chic listeners can use the code HOMEMAKERGARDEN to get an additional 10% off those huge collections of 30, 50, or 100 packs. Okay, I'll have no, finish. You were going to really say quickly. something else. Okay, this Let's is this way. is kind of derailing it a bit, okay. but it's something that's been it's kind of just been on my heart lately. I don't really know why. I think I heard about um when the snow stuff like hit New York and how people like just died. It was really tragic of the cold, of the snow, of being stuck in their car, of not being whatever. And it just made me think when I was young, do you remember Lifetime movies? Oh, yeah. Okay. With, oh, yeah. I can like. They were terrible. They were terrible. Tragic, horrible stories that Lifetime would be like, this will be good for television. And me, like I was just home for summer, you know, I was a like, kind of latchkey as we all were then. Mm-hmm. My sisters and I would just stay home during the summer. It's like, what should we watch? Should we watch somebody be murdered on Lifetime? Yeah. Anyway, I remember this Lifetime movie where this couple was going over a mountain snowy pass for Christmas. This is a true story. They had their young baby and they were going to visit her mom or something. They get their car goes off the road down this like ditch and they have to walk out. Okay. So I remember I was very young when I watched this, probably too young to watch this, obviously. (laughs) I remember them zipping their baby up in a duffel bag and kind of like dragging the baby behind them, like because they had packed it as warm as they could, but they were completely unprepared. Okay. They didn't have anything. I remember them wrapping their feet. Don't do that. (laughs) Ladies, put blankets in your vehicle. Okay. Blankets. Mm -hmm. Don't let your kids go for a quick drive without their gloves and their boots. They don't have to wear them. Bring them. Okay, don't be stupid. Okay. Women okay. are generally a little dumb about this. Have what you need in case you break down to stay warm. Okay. PSA this over. was so they end up getting frostbitten and they lose their toes, but they live. And that was the kind of the story. But I've just been thinking about a lot lately about what preparedness sort of looks like. I'm not like an apocalyptic. Let's see how long we can last with our chain link fence and ammunition. Uh, that is not my MO. 
Okay. Maybe it's yours. I don't know. It's not my thing, (laughs) but maybe we've talked about this before, but like we do lose power. We do have snowstorms. Electricity stuff goes out when somebody hits a power pole and then they have to repair it. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, we have wildfires here every year. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a huge part of living where I live. So natural disasters and just uh, I think a lot about living on the farm. There was a couple years ago, we were butchering this sheep. We had it hanging from the tractor bucket and Stu and I are just, you know, taking the skin off and will unbeknownst to us climbs up in the tractor and hits the lever that's holding the bucket up. Stu standing directly under the bucket. So will hits it. I see it coming down and I scream and it was enough to scare Will and he stopped. But this tractor bucket stopped half an inch above Stuart's head. And oh had it gone God. down further, I mean, just... it would have been lights out. Yep. That that yep. crushes yep. your skull, the weight yep. of a tractor bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, we try. You hope you don't have to go through situations like that to become aware of something. But right. sometimes you do. Mm-hmm. And I realized how ill-prepared I am to handle first aid emergencies. So things, I mean, not, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm saying these things happen. And if you don't think they happen, you should go listen to meat eater campfire stories because they do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're using equipment and something happens and you need to tie a tourniquet. You need to be able to stabilize people until, um, help can get there. I mean, we live out of town. It would take somebody oh, yeah. 10 or 15 minutes to get here. So I've just been thinking a lot about just basics, like how hard would it be for you to have a first aid manual where you, if something happens, you can flip to the chapter and be like, okay, mm-hmm. elevate tourniquet to do this. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, to just be just sort of generally prepared. What made me think about it was the car. How hard would it be for you, Shay, to go get a plastic tub and to make sure that it has blankets and jumper cables and bottled water and some protein bars and like a very small amount of stuff that could actually make a really big difference? How about a satellite Mm -hmm. phone? Because we drive over the mountain passes. There's no cell service. Right. Something happens there. You're you're screwed unless somebody sees it happen and can come to your aid. Mm hmm. And and it does happen. That's the thing. These things do happen. And a couple of years ago, we kind of talked through this, didn't we? You and I. We did. Yeah. And but I, no, so, I, I never did get the first aid kit. <laughs> I, have I, I got big, so I have, overwhelmed that I didn't I have know big what bandages. To do. I always take a lot of pride. I have like smoke detectors everywhere. I have fire extinguishers everywhere. Yeah, the fire extinguishers um, was one of the things that I kind of added in after that mm-hmm. conversation. So every fireplace has a fire well, I extinguisher. I have them just in rooms. I mean, because yeah. we burn candles. Yeah. And some of them are like the big red ones. And my family teases me because some of them are just the little cans. Yeah. But I'm like, well, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, we have a friend who saved his house from dirty down with those because his dad worked at the post office and every year they would take down the old ones and put up new ones. So he would ones? give all of these old ones, even though they still worked. Uh-huh to Josh and they yeah. had a pile of staining rags when they were remodeling that caught on oh, fire. Yeah. It hap- Oh my gosh. It happens all the that time. Happens. Joel's because that like we're super particular about um, chemicals on fabric. They go mm-hmm. right outside 
away from the house. Yeah. Clean out the ashes. You don't put the bucket anywhere near the house. Right. You put it 30 feet out, you know, put Mm -hmm. some snow on the top. Mm -hmm. You just don't mess around. Yeah. You don't mess around with that stuff. But it's not just that stuff. I just realized, you know, as, okay, I'm not trying so hard. And if you're not there, listener, I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying so hard now to like make sure the laundry is done. It still takes effort, but now it's a habit. And so mm-hmm. when something Depends becomes a habit, you don't have to take as much time in your head. In your <laughs> it doesn't head. Take yeah, as yeah, much yeah. space. Yeah. So now that that space is cleared up, um, I've just sort of been thinking about what are these things that we can add into our home to put me have a li- just a little bit more peace of mind about some of these things. Right. Um, like when was the last time I, I mean, I took a first aid class in college, but like I haven't brushed up on the Heimlich maneuver. Okay. And that might sound overly dramatic and silly. And I don't mean it that way. I mean, I could watch a 10 minute YouTube video every six months and be like, okay, if that happens, like I, I have an idea of what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't practiced yeah. CPR in 25 years. <laughs> right. I was just going to say that Aiden, he's a firefighter and he just, um, volunteer firefighter. So he's, um, doing mm-hmm. a lot of training and he just did his CPR training. And I just thought, what are you, an idiot? You've been a mother for 18 right. years and you don't know CPR. Right. Like, wow. <laughs> Have you ever read the book uneducated? No. <sighs> that like a is a book y'all. <laughs> is it? Holy cow. What is it? It's about a a girl who grows up in this family that does not educate them at all. Like she grows up with no education, like the kind who goes eventually claws her way into college when she sort of realizes. Wait, wait. I have a story about this book. (laughs) About uneducated? You said you never read it. I haven't read it. When I first moved here, I was working out at the Y really early one morning. And a woman introduced herself and she's like, you know, asking me about myself. And I said, she was a teacher um, in our school system, which has a lot of pride, but is really nothing to shout about. Okay. And she starts grilling me on homeschooling. And she brings up this book as mm-hmm. her example mm-hmm. and like starts like projecting this shiz onto me. Like, mm-hmm. like that's was, you. Oh my gosh. It was so rude. Yeah. It was so rude. Carry on. Yeah. You do not. Okay. I would (laughs) genuinely go read it. Okay. It's incredible. It's her story and how. Anyway. She become like an attorney. Like she's valid. Like she just goes all the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like the kind who goes to college and her teacher mentions the Holocaust and she's like the what? And he thought she was pulling like being a terrible person about it, you Mm. know, so he kicks her out of class. I mean, like that kind. Anyway, there's a scene where. Her family owns this wrecking yard, so they're breaking down cars and pulling parts off. It's like a metal yard, scrap mm-hmm. yard. Anyway, there's this scene where her leg, I think it's her leg. It's been years since I read it. She gets burned, severely burned on her leg. Her bro- No, I'm sorry. It's her brother's leg who gets severely burned, and she doesn't know what to do. So she, their trash can is outside. She dumps the trash out, fills it with a garden hose, and sticks his leg in it, which is just about the worst thing you could do because it was just infection. I mean, it was dirty garbage water, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it just made, like, would you know how to manage a burn? Well, I did because I had a second degree. Oh, my, that's true. A on big your one leg. on my leg. Yeah. yeah. But those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
And I think it's a great thing to teach kids about. Like, there's just a lot of opportunity for growth there, I feel like. Um, Last last summer, we gave the kids the red, the big red one out in the yard and let them all experience how to use it. Oh, that's a great idea. And they loved it. They were like, So they weren't afraid of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those sorts of things. Just making sure we have supplies of certain things um, so that you could, you could, Ease, more easily buffer a two mm-hmm. or three day derailment. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been talking about all kinds of stuff that derails. Now imagine if that was a power outage, which happens to people all the time. Yeah. How yeah, are you going to boil your water? What are you going to eat? Right, right. Do you have candles? Do you have matches to light those candles? Right. Do you right. have extra blankets? Mm-hmm. You know, do you, maybe, do you have a generator? Do you, you know, these these small things. And of course we, I, we feel the responsibility because we live in the middle of nowhere. It's not like we're going to go to a store and get anything. Yeah. God forbid if that should happen. And we also have a bunch of kids and animals we're accountable for. Like, for example, we can't get our water out of our well if we don't have electricity. Yeah. Um, Joel's been like researching like some sort of something that you could. There's hand pumps that you can, they're like an attachment. You take you can have both. You can have it be electrical and manual. Yeah. If if it needs to be, which is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Just been I. You know, I read that C.S. Lewis quote a couple weeks ago about like if the bomb should find us, let them find us playing with the kids and being at the park and enjoying fellowship and all these kinds I of things. And that. I still I believe that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Don't be an I idiot. Also, yeah, don't be an idiot. Yeah. It's yeah. like having a little savings account for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. That comes in really handy when a part goes out of your car or, mm-hmm. you know, your water tank breaks or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So I've just been thinking about that stuff a lot lately in ways to not be an idiot mm-hmm. in my home. And I haven't quite drawn up exactly what that looks like, but what other... I think it- yeah, I think winter, like right now, I think it's first step, like I said, is like, just make sure you have what you need in your vehicle to stay warm. Yeah. Um, And you got to think. I got uh, my, the night before Christmas Eve, I drove um, down to Green Bay in a snowstorm for a Christmas present. <laughs> and um, my, I don't usually lock my truck because there's nothing in it. And I find it tedious to lock my truck. Um, and it locked. No, it didn't lock. Um, we went to, I did lock it because it was Christmas time. So I know there's more like robberies and stuff at, at Christmas time. So we came out and Amelia and I came out. It's dark. It's snowing like crazy. It's bloody freezing. It was about seven degrees and my lock had frozen. Like I put mm-hmm. the key in and it wouldn't turn to the left or the right. And I sort of panicked. Like, I just was like, not, not now. Like I'm trying to get home tomorrow's Amelie's birthday. Not now. And I look around there's, we're at Barnes and Noble. There's nobody around the strip malls like closing. And I said to her, I said, nobody's going to be able to help us. I, I can guarantee you, we, we will ask men. We will, like, nobody is going to be able to help us. I just feel it. And sure enough, We asked about seven people for a lighter, a cigarette lighter, um, because I just thought the best thing I could do is probably get the key hot. Mm -hmm. Um, 
because I didn't want to snap it. You know, metal snaps when it's cold. I didn't want to keep fussing with it. And people just like, don't rely on other people because they are not thinking. Okay. They are not prepared. They, some, you might be blessed to stumble upon somebody that can really help you in an emergency, but I think it's really smart to like learn to think for yourself and be prepared. We asked so many people and they just like looked at us like dumbfounded. Uh They didn't even know where the cigarette lighter was on their vehicle. Like, uh, it was Mm -hmm. actually really alarming. I went into the store. I asked the manager, does anybody here smoke? Does anybody have a lighter? Do you have anything that I could create heat with? Yeah, there's a lady up front. Uh, does anybody smoke? I'm, oh my gosh, I'm out. Um, so finally, like after 20 minutes, I went to the coffee shop and I, they had like a Starbucks in there. And I said, you know what? I need a cup of the hottest water you can get me. I need it like scalding hot. And, um, you're not supposed to pour it on the lock, but what I did was I held my key in the cup, Mm -hmm. like the whole walk out to the parking lot, put it in. It like just gave like a millimeter put it back in the hot water and it's so cold. Like I'm worried this water is going to freeze. And I just kept doing that, putting it in. Da, da, da. Finally it gave because wow. the key was hot enough to thaw out like the, the lock had iced, you know? So I, what I did was I put it in the hot water and then I'd quick dry it off. Cause obviously I don't want this yeah. minuscule amount of residual water to freeze. That would make it even worse, but we got it. So all that to say is I'm like a real big advocate of women being able to think in an emergency. Mm-hmm. So practice like do practice and if you're not the kind who can think in emergency then have a resource where you don't have to right like that's why the idea of a a book a little manual like Mm -hmm. okay if you get a snake bite which is a genuine risk around here with rattlesnakes Mm -hmm. we have them all over like Mm -hmm. what what will you do like my kids all know if somebody loses a finger you put it in a ziploc bag on ice see that's what i'm saying like that like you gotta you gotta think like you gotta you gotta be able to think and Mm -hmm. You're right. You can't. Also, also, there are times. Where is this show going? I don't know. (laughs) There are times in your life where you are the person being like, hey, do you have a lighter? Can you help me? Can you help me? But like, we've also been in situations where somebody, we need, somebody needs our help. Right. And like, yes, we have jumper cables, Mm -hmm. right? Like whatever it may be, I would much rather aim to be that person who, is equipped and can sort of manage some of those issues a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I don't Absolutely. know where it's going. It's just something I've been thinking about lately. Cause I feel like it's, it's genuinely like a lacking point. And um, when we had this conversation a couple of years ago, maybe we talked about it on the podcast, but like one of the things that was really on my mind was getting all our birth certificates, all our passports, all our social security cards, our marriage certificate, and a couple other really important documents, our wills and and mm-hmm. all those sorts of things, and getting them into a fire safe box. Mm-hmm. Okay. None of that is super complicated. It's literally just gathering up the documents that we all have kind of floating around mm-hmm. our houses. And investing, I actually didn't even buy a fire safe box because they were too expensive. I bought like a fire safe. It's like a glorified Ziploc. I mean, it's a fire safe bag. So I have like, I might have like a hand, like mine is in a case. Yeah. See, there you go. So handgun, like with the gun, you know, like just yeah. everything's in there and it's, we know right where it is. Yeah. Only one person has the key. They wear it on their body. Yeah. 
There you go. So it's not like the kids can get it or anything. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So it's, they're not even super expensive. Um, no fixes. It's just energy. It's devoted mm-hmm. time and energy to those thoughts. And I don't know if we spent so long in the trenches that just now coming out, you're like, huh, okay. But I'll tell you, like, praise the Lord. We didn't have to deal with issues like that when our kids were little, but we could have, mm-hmm. we could have had gonna... to deal with like a real choking thing or a real right, right. injury. Yeah. Those happen. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> sorry. So if any of you guys have any great resources for me or like I went on Amazon and just looked for like first aid kits, but I'm like, I'm not talking about band-aids. That's what happened to me. I went on Amazon and I thought, well, like, do I have to just buy like the biggest, baddest mammer jammer? Like I don't need gauze. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about like the breathing thing. (laughs) And, you know. I think if you get like a paramedic one, I mean, I think there's some pretty legit ones. Yeah. Okay. I got very overwhelmed when I started looking. And so I kind of, sometimes when I get overwhelmed, I retreat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I need to get back to it, I guess. Mm -hmm. So what we should have our listeners do is if you have an emergency kit, like take a picture of it and share it to our stories or share it, tag us and we'll put it on our stories. If this like inspires you to like put a tub in the back of your truck with some blankets and some flares and all that. Bottle of water. Yeah. Some bottle of water in there. Right. Mm -hmm. Flares, yeah. Yep. Show us. Sat phone. I need a sat phone. How much are those? I don't know. Uh, so the little box, it's a real pathetic box, and I'm going to beef it up. But the few things I put in there before just for our home were matches and mm-hmm. a little solar uh, radio and mm-hmm. a little solar cell phone charger. So that you could still charge your cell phone and be connected, hopefully. Um, Batteries, extra batteries for devices. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we did, we did actually do some freeze dried food just so like you can, we can always make hot water somehow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So if that's That's all we need. This is for the house. Yeah. See, I need Mm -hmm. to do that because, Mm -hmm. you know, we have a battery box in my front closet. It's labeled. All the batteries are in there. But the kids pillage it. Like, and then the kids use the lighters. They make a fire. You know, I need like a little stash that is not part of our daily routine. Right. Exactly. So, like, I have a medical box that has gauze and bandages mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But like, it needs to be removed out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, not the band-aids nice that are in the top drawer. That no, 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 that's not what we're talking. Everywhere. No, we need like <laughs> a sword. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, it's a conversation. I think we should continue. So, yeah, okay. I would love y'all's information over on Instagram. But uh, we still have some minutes, so we might actually have time for a few questions. But before we do that, we want to thank season fifteen sponsor, Toops and Co. So Emily Toops started this clean skincare and makeup company years ago. And I've known Emily for over a decade, just in the blogging sphere. Mm-hmm. And I can completely attest she is genuinely the person that she presents herself to be. And Toops & Co. is the company that it presents yep. itself to be. She is so incredibly passionate about not having chemicals and fillers and harmful uh, fragrances and these kinds of things in skincare and in mm-hmm. makeup. And so that's where this all began. She started by just making the tallow bomb 
And that took off so well. So this is just grass-fed beef tallow, and she whips it in a certain way, and it's so lovely for dry elbows or psoriasis patches or difficult skin issues. So wonderful. And that's where it kind of all snowballed. And now she has an incredible line of all natural and organic skincare makeups, skincare and makeups rather. So you can visit her at tubesandco.com. Use our coupon code, which is over on Instagram. Cause I don't want to make her 10 wrong. I'll it's make homemaker her 10, 10 for 10%, 10% off. off. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can shop her incredible line of products there, whether it's the charcoal soap, the French clay soap, those are what I use on my face. She has really wonderful tonics, which take your pH of your skin back to normal skin pH level. We actually don't think about it, but when we put stuff on our face, even if it's a nice soap, it changes the pH of our skin and mm-hmm. there's a pH where our skin does best. Um, I will tell you this too, because I'm a skincare guru. Mm -hmm. Um, When you use a lot of different skincare products from different companies, like as part of your maintenance routine, they're all like different. They're all pH balanced different. Mm -hmm. And when you stick with one company, they're typically the same and it's, Mm -hmm. they work together instead of fighting each other. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So visit them, check out the glow serums. Um, uh, they have new packaging. It's so pretty. Oh, that is pretty. It's they're like the big uh yeah. the sea buckthorn bottle is gorgeous. It's got like now everything's got like gold accents. And I did get the lip gloss you recommended. That's good stuff. I love it. Yeah. Yep. Lip gloss, lipsticks, all kinds of wonderful stuff. So tubesandcode.com. Use the code homemaker10 there. Actually, mm-hmm. I just thought about something else. I have okay. to do a tubes order and I should really get a bunch of soap because that is actually would be a really good thing to have in your kit. <laughs> like if you're having I, to do stuff, you need soap. Yeah. You need to be clean. Right? Yes, you do. I don't. Yeah. No garbage cans. No <laughs> immersing yourself in a garbage oh can. Um, Since we have... uh. A lot of our listeners, I know, they're listening like at dinner time and while they're making dinner. Should we do our, should we cue the wine music? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, a little time. Yeah. Then we'll wrap up. Uh, this part of the show is sponsored by our lovely friends at Dry Farm Wines. I was explaining to someone that the other day, Dry Farm Wines is not um, a bottle of wine that has a Dry Farm label on it. They're a source, a wine sourcing company, and they source wines for you and I from all around the world, Austria, Germany, Italy, France, um, Mm -hmm. from very small vineyards that are committed to biodynamic and organic farming practices. So for those of you that don't want your wine to conflict with your um, food convictions, Mm -hmm. there's no added sugar, no GMO yeast. These are very, very beautiful wines um i have i grabbed this bottle this is what's left in it um this actually made me laugh it's called extra ball which i have that one but i haven't i haven't drank it yet a giggle i have to i have to confess it gave me a giggle um it's a chignon so it's a cabernet franc you know this season guys ladies uh, we are giving you um a region a tip and a dish so this is um a chignon region which is near the loire valley and I think maybe a wine I read, I talked to you about a few weeks ago is similar from a similar region, but this is typically, typically a Cabernet Franc um, grape. And sometimes there can be a um, Chenon Blanc in there, but I actually like this one. It's got a little, um, a little carbonation to it, mm-hmm. just a little bit. 
and but it's really light. So this one, as far as a dish goes, it's gonna complement if you're making a pasta or a meat that you're using a white sauce, this is gonna be a really Chanel, it's gonna be a really great, great wine to um Oh that's fun. I'm excited to that. try that one. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It was, it was yummy. That's good. Okay, drivefarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic is where you can go to shop for those wonderful wines. I I you know, as we've been talking about kind of maturing as homemakers mm-hmm. and all the different changes that we make, to me, like dry farms was kind of one of those things where you spend a, you can spend a lot of time and energy finding things. And when you get to the mm-hmm. place in your homemaking where you're like, okay, I know what sheets I want to buy. <laughs> I know what wine I want to drink. I know yeah. what kind of pasta that I want to stock my cupboards with. Or these, And you just free up this space in your mind. And mm-hmm. so much it's, it's of true. what I do like, now is you go to the grocery store and get a bottle of wine. Well, what do you want me to get? Yeah. I don't know. Can you just pick something? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm so grateful. Like for us now it's podcasts in a lot of ways. It's the stuff, sometimes the stuff you see on Instagram, but for us, we kind of came to a lot of these things through blogs, like old, mm-hmm. you know, this was like 10 years ago when we were kind of trying to figure out and the world had just kind of opened up more broadly mm-hmm. with online shopping and these kinds of things. And uh, it's kind of neat now to be not struggling so hard to find good ingredients. And now we can, with shipping, like we can just do amazing things. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really incredible. So yeah. I know there's, um, I know maybe you're listening right now and you've never tried Dry Farm. We invite you to do that. You can get three bottles, six bottles, 12 bottles, red, white, bubbly. And since you are a first time customer, you will get an extra bottle for a penny. So that's um, very exciting and very generous of them. So dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Or like I said, just go to our Instagram page. You will not be disappointed. These are really, really beautiful wines. I was talking to someone yesterday about, you know, I know a lot of people are running to the grocery store and like they kept their favorite bottle that they get every time or they're standing there. And I know you've called it grocery store anxiety, wine aisle anxiety, Um, just the manipulation and everything that has to happen to that wine to get it to taste the same every time you run to the store to buy it is uh, no bueno. So these wines are alive. They're a very Mm -hmm. unique experience and we know you are going to love them as much as Shay and I do. Speaking of anxiety, (laughs) I went to Lowe's the other day Mm-hmm. And I had to get some supplies. We're working on patching some holes in our fireplace. So I had to get some concrete board. Okay. So mm-hmm. like I gather up a few other small little items I need and I go to check out and I said, Hey, I didn't see the concrete board out in the lumber yard. And the lady mm-hmm. just looked back at me and I was like, so do you know where it is? Or she's like, no. Oh, I said, like well, can you board? call like, somebody okay. who might, who might know? She's like, I suppose. Oh, and at this gosh. point, she's ringing me up, and there's like a line forming behind. At which point, I start sweating because mm-hmm. I I don't want to like that put person. anybody out, and I'm like, oh, uh-huh. starting to get flustered. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, can you just can you just charge me for a sheet of it, and then I'll go find it. I'll find somebody yeah. who can I'll help carry me my find receipt. It. Absolutely. She's like, well, I, I can't. I can't do that because like I don't know what thickness you want. I was like, pick one. I don't care. Just can you just bring it up? And we just like, we stare, we just had a stare off. I'm like, so 
can you help me solve this problem, please? Like I went through that at Home Depot trying to get another key. It took seven people to make a new key for me. The one girl was like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I think you need this. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I think it's a special kind. That's why I'm here. And that's why I'm not doing like the little kiosk. This uh-huh. is a special kind of key because it has a clicker. Then she's like, try this. So I take it out. doesn't start my truck. I come back. I get another girl. I'm like, that girl doesn't know what she's doing. Can you please help me? I need a key. Oh, yeah. Okay. Boop, 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 boop. Then they have to get the key out of the safe because that's what the other girl did. I said, I think I need to buy like that special kind that's behind mm-hmm. glass. And mm-hmm. I don't know how to open that. Did <gasps> you find somebody that does? She brings a guy over. He tries his key to open the safe. Doesn't work. Has to call another lady. Like, it was like. It was like a scene from I yeah. Love Lucy. I'm like, for the love, yeah. do you guys work here? Am I the only person that's ever come in and needed a key made? You're all just standing around in your aprons with your walkie talkies and your Sharpie doodles on the apron. Like, could we be productive? Please, please. Well, mine further got, I made, I sweated further after this because <laughs> I, and so I, I have to just buy the few things I have. And I was like, I guess I'll come back and buy the concrete board, the hardy board oh, when I find my it. Gosh. Okay. So I go find somebody else. He helps me find it. I pull it down. Mm-hmm. It's heavy, mm-hmm. but he's like restocking the aisles. And so he's like, do you want me to carry it for you? And I thought, no, this guy's working. Like I'm, I'll be fine. I'll carry yeah, it okay. out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thinking, oh, he's just going to go back to restocking or whatever so I grab the piece and it's heavy and I'm starting to walk back and he just decides he's gonna walk alongside me and he just walks with me the entire way (laughs) to the cash register and I'm like you didn't say you were coming in the same direction like I'm trying to help you do your you know you're working I'm not trying to interrupt you but I'm like, I'm struggling to carry this awkward and heavy board. And he's just walking alongside me and chatting. And he's like a grown man. I'm like, take it, you fool. Like, did you say that? No, of course not. I carried it oh. the whole way like an idiot. Because we all know I'll eat cold risotto if you serve it to me. I'm not going to say nothing. I oh. got to get better at it and be like, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were coming in the same direction. I would love for you to carry oh, this. Oh, I'd have been like, yeah, that was oh, like eating I didn't a realize shoe. we were I mean- like, doing this together. Take it. <laughs> oh so by the time I check out, it's the same girl, by the way. You're sweating. I'm s- sweating. I'm so flustered. Oh and then gosh. I see somebody I know and I was like, could it, this, could it be any worse? <laughs> anyway. And so now, yeah, in-store shopping is, I'm better at home. I'm just better with fewer people at home. That's just the way it is. Why are you looking at your computer Uh, like that? Because it just did something really crazy. So I might have to, uh, I'm just, I just made a note so I can tell you about it when you edit. Oh, okay. okay. Hopefully it's okay. Um, well, here's to a new week, lady friends. Oh my Um, goodness. It's less aggressive than last week on the calendar. So in theory, theory, (laughs) maybe we're going to make it. So in my Moonraker's Bride book, there's this girl and she's managing this 
orphanage in China for the girls. And she's young and poor. And when she feels like, what am I even going to feed them for breakfast? Like the lady Mm -hmm. who directs the orphanage will just say, you just do the next thing. Just Mm -hmm. do the next thing. And there's a lot of encouragement there. It's simplistic, but it is true. So that's what I kept telling myself last week. Like, what's the next most important piece? It's If it's an email, if it's a phone call, if it's making lunch, just do that thing and then just try to do the next thing. And then just try to do the next thing. Right. It's three degrees here, so I'm going to do the next thing and go fill up six water, five-gallon water buckets for the animals. Uh Uh-huh. Try to keep their water from freezing. Mm-hmm. It's cold this week. All day. It's going to be cold. Oh, it's cold. Holy cow. It's yep. going to be cold. Yep. You can feel it. Okay, ladies. Have a great week. <laughs> Amongst yourselves. Um, thank you to all our sponsors. Make sure you follow us over on Instagram. All the links and codes are there. Make it really, really easy for you. And we will be back here with you organized ready to work backwards from something next Monday. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers.